0: And my name
1: is Mike Royer. And welcome to the official Superhero Slate review of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Yeah, and I think this is going to be,
0: maybe not fun is the right word of a review, but I just feel like very Mm ill-stressed, or not ill-stressed, unstressed to talk about this movie, because I feel like there's like nothing on the line in the way, right? You know, for the most part, you kind of... Uh, Right off the DC universe until kind of James Gunn kicks it back up and, you know, gets it rolling with his Superman movie eventually, right? You know, we don't know where this movie exactly is going to land if you listen to our weekly news episodes, right? You know, kind of the box office return was going to be kind of the decider of how much of this franchise... May or may not move forward. So, like, I don't know about you, Chris, but I just kind of like walked
1: into the theater and I was just like, "Yeah, just give me what you got." You know, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah, um, I would say, I would say, um, a three words describe how I feel about this. I don't care. Like, literally, <laughs> like either way, good, bad. I, I have, I am so ambivalent on this movie. I just, I'm. We are going to discover how I feel as we kind of talk this out. If that makes yeah, any sense. And, and that's yeah, not a, a bad of- that's not a bad thing. That's just, just like where I'm at. Like I don't know if it's yeah. just mentally or like just with like you said, like this is in like a very grey area of of like mm-hmm. does it does it matter? Does it not matter? Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. We're going to figure this out yeah. as we go. I feel
0: like I feel like this should be more like welcome to our Shazam Fury of the Gods like conversation. Yeah. Like usually we peg these as reviews or spoiler casts, and of course we'll put up the spoiler warning before we start talking about spoilers. But yeah, it was just, it was a very chill for me. A little uh, inside baseball. You know, usually we try to go to these movies like on Thursday nights. We try to get in with like the A plus crowds, right? That are mm-hmm. there to have a movie going experience. Right. I think we both kind of let people know like on the weekly news episodes the last couple weeks were like oh Shazam's coming out yep. oh we need to go buy our tickets we both bought tickets to like a nearly empty theater when we bought them I went on a Saturday morning you went like a couple hours ago
1: Let me let me let me let me flip your script here for you Mike I didn't even go I watched the cam version I'm not even Oh lying my to you god right now. Chris uh, so Chris, this, I, this explains it yeah. I text Chris like an
0: hour ago I was like hey I don't remember when no. your movie was, I know you said you got tickets for yep. Sunday, because I will give Chris a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, is this is his birthday weekend, right? He yes. has things planned, he wants to celebrate, and as you can tell, he yes. wasn't really looking to celebrate with a Shazam it, sequel, right?
1: I, I bought tickets for Thursday night originally, <laughs> things came up, I had to move them to Sunday, and kudos to the Cinemark app, like, fantastic refund, credit, re- oh, reapplication I process, t- Totally I agree.
0: It. I've had to do that a couple times through Cinemark. A plus, yeah. and actually, I've really started to enjoy their like, whatever their movie club is called. I don't know exactly yeah. what it's called, but I love getting the discount on the snacks. Uh, my tickets, I get you know one free a month, and yep. also I, and I don't have to deal over. with any. Yeah, I don't have to deal with any of those online like bullshit fees too. So mm-hmm. like it's like oh, if it says my matinee tickets nine dollars, it's nine dollars. No. Yep. like a bullshit added on to it but anyway i text chris like an hour ago like hey i don't know exactly when your movie was supposed to be for the day but you know i'm ready to record whatever you are he texts me back and he was just like okay the movie's wrapping up i should be done soon and i was like wait a minute he's mm-hmm. supposed to be in a movie theater right now but i was like okay it's a sunday though yeah. you know i will i will um not pass judgment because there might not be literally anyone around him uh, lo and behold yeah, this dude him, was yeah. just <laughs> on his couch in I his didn't... basement watching a i was gonna tell Chazam. you and then
1: i was was like, eh, I don't want to tell him. I want to save it for the, the episode and for the review. And I, I this is nothing against the movie. It just fell on a horrible weekend for me. And I was like, I, I'm not going to delay because I know you went and saw this. I'm like, I'm not going to delay it. Let's just watch what we can. Um, this <laughs> and, and get it out of the way, so we. Can, I feel we can like this is gonna it.
0: be, this is gonna be a really funny segue as we yeah. go into the domestic yes. box office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so your nine dollars wasn't gonna like break break the records, right? It wasn't yep. gonna tilt the seesaw either way, and um, no. I think even the direct director David f sandberg i think his yeah, first name David.
1: Yep, yep, david sandberg yeah
0: he's even like quoted somewhere but i think slightly out of context that he kind of knew the movie well, wasn't it was, gonna do like amazing it, yeah
1: it was reddit um they said uh, someone said hey you know um it was on, on and it was on a reddit post saying hey you know numbers aren't good some guy was like hey man you know we're, we're out here rooting for you. You, you you know it was a positive post that he tagged him in someone said hey you really probably you know, it's bold tagging him on a on a the main post that's that's dragging him and he came out and he's like he's like, Yep, yeah, we kinda saw this coming, um, but I got paid up front. So he's just like <laughs> he's like, Whatever it does at the, the box it's out of his hands, right, as a director, and I understand that. He's like it is what it is, I, and I understand either way we go, I did the best I could. So Yeah, I, I will
0: say before we get into like the general thoughts about the movie, I will say I was overall positive on the first film. I really mm. liked it. You know, I liked the characterization. Uh, I love the humor. It it feels kind of very like early Marvel when it comes to like the quips and the tone and you know that's not a bad thing. I feel like Marvel quippiness has kind of become like a descriptor of maybe like bad filmmaking over the years, but I still really like it and that's what's yeah. drawn so many people to the theaters because they just want to have a good time, right? So I feel like at home almost when I'm watching a Shazam movie. And also uh big ups to David F Sandberg. Uh we maybe even brought this up whenever we reviewed Shazam back in the day, but this dude is very online. Mm-hmm. He is like a millennial who is into social media and YouTube and even back in his like horror movie making days always putting behind the scene clips up online I'm assuming he gets uh, permission from the studios but even I started following him on Twitter I thought I already did and I started following him on Twitter after uh, Fury of the Gods. And, like, the entire weekend, nothing but behind-the-scenes clips he's been posting. Like, just him on set that day recording them, like, crumpling a bus from the inside. You know, people walking around on stilts pretending to be monsters. So, you know, whether you do or don't like this movie, I really like the director. Yeah. So, you know, if if the character doesn't move on, if the story doesn't move on to the franchise, I, I'm, I'm going to follow Sandberg throughout his career. Because I just, I like his vibe, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't think, he didn't write it, did he? Did he write it? Um, I, no, no, no I he did, so. yeah, he didn't write it, and, and I'm going to see if he wrote this, he didn't write the first one, did he write the second one? No, he didn't write him. so, you know, I, I think he's able to to kind of capture, what I like, you know, about the first one, to agree with you is, you know, it's it, like Marvel movies, it's aware when things are, are, are silly and don't make sense, mm-hmm. right? I'll never forget the end of that where you know, the, the, the villain, uh, Savannah is monologuing and she's saying, it's like, I cannot hear you. I'm like blocks mm-hmm. away in the air. Like, what are you saying? And you're like, you know, in, in real life, that's exactly what that would be. Right. It's exactly. And I, I applaud them for calling that out and making it feel like that. So agreed. I don't think he, um, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't blame him for, for anything. I think he does a great job. And like, he's having a good time. The, the crew cast seem to be having a good time. Um, through both movies, they they carried over, uh, you know, the the Shazamly as we call them from the first to the second one. Uh, with that, but um, as you mentioned, the box office not not hot um, currently around thirty point five million domestic. Um, on that, uh, which I think is down forty percent over the original um, as well, and uh, it is nearing uh, thirty five million internationally. So total sixty five point five million dollars uh, opening weekend. For this movie, um, which I, I I can't say that's, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I can't say it's quality related. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who, who this movie is for. Um, and that might be why I don't know who's going to it. Right. Um, I know a lot I, of people th- caught the first one for the first time recently. So I I think it's kind of
0: interesting, right, because usually on the show, we kind of attribute these big box office records to general audiences, right, going out to the theater because there's only so many nerds right on the planet. You know, nerds alone are not going to make these records. Right. But I think sometimes at least I underestimate the power of just the influence of the kind of nerd comic book community, right? That kind of gets the wheels rolling on like hype trains, right? Um, because the the people that are connected, you know, our listeners are people that like to stay into the, the zeitgeist of superhero stuff, we all knew that this movie was kind of on the chopping block, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Black Adam totally just like shit the bed, right? And then you have a similar character with design the same way coming up a couple months later with another movie and it's just like, what is going on here? I don't understand the narrative. Where's the theme? Where's this all coalescing? Like just like two months ago James Gunn did like a whole like video where he announced this whole blue sky version of dc so yeah i think a lot of the general audiences don't internalize that but you know if you don't have like influencers out there or people making like Fan art or doing like fan cams, right? You know, like yeah. they do like of Pedro Pascal. I don't see them doing that of like Zachary Levi, right? You yeah. know, you don't get this like extra multiplier, right? Getting the general audiences to theaters, so I think that contributes to it as as well. But you know, we'll we'll get into spoilers, and I think we'll talk about maybe the the long tail of maybe what might or may happen to some of these uh, characters. Yeah. But but Chris, I I got I gotta know um, what what did you what did you think of spoiler free of Shazam: Fury it's, of the Gods?
1: Spoiler-free, it's all right. You know, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drag it out. I'm not gonna to, to sugar it up here. I mean, uh, it's a continuation of the first one. Like, I think if you've not seen the first one, um, you need to watch it to get this right because it it goes hard and fast right out the gate. But what I I think is where the story, um, and I, I, again falls apart is this i've seen so many pieces of this movie and other movies done better that i just can't like i was just like yeah that's fine i mean i something like something else did it better right like uh you know I, we'll, we'll, we'll get the spoilers the opening scene kind of sets the tone for the movie i'm like we have seen this before in a movie that did better um i i, I, and I will tell you Black Panther did that same scene, Mike, the opening scene, right, mm-hmm. and did it better, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, maybe you know, it's just it feels like it's mix and match with this, and I just couldn't really, I'm not I'm not jiving with it, I'm not jiving against it. I'm like, oh, this is fine, like this, this would live, I think, in the middle of the DC EU roadmap if I had to put it on a roadmap, right, for for that. Um, there are some, you know, I think the the cast of characters is is great. A lot of lot of good actors. I would say what I miss the most, and uh, uh, from the first one, this one is this is a Zachary Levi movie. Um, the other one had a nice mix of um, what is it Asher Angel right? Is that the actor, the kid actor name? Billy Batson. Right, right, but but still the actor. Like it mm-hmm. had a mix of those two, and this is very much like. We've already done the kid movie, so now we're doing everyone is staying in their superpowered form for the whole movie. Uh, so uh, that's not necessarily a complaint. It's just uh, something I noticed when I was watching. I'm like, yeah, they they they've gotten around skirting around child actor laws by literally just having them be in their Shazamly forms for most of the movie. Um, so yeah, overall, like I said, I'm not gonna drag on about. It. We I'd rather just get into spoilers because it's a conversation, right? They're like you mentioned, hard to review this movie, but let's have, let's have a talk about it. Um, so I just say right down the middle, just like yeah, I'm ambivalent. Either way, either way I go. So, um, yeah, what about you, Mike? How, how are you feeling since you actually yeah, you know, I- spent money on it?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to the theater. Um, I had a positive time with the first one, and I would say this one comes pretty close to the experience I had mm-hmm. the first time around. You know, I think the biggest strength when it comes to this is the cast and the characters, right? Uh, I just I love the interaction between the family uh, when, when the family you know starts uh, bickering when they're coming up against uh, odds. Uh, there's an early uh, set piece in the film where all of the Shazamly kind. of comes together to save the day and i just really felt like it was firing off on all cylinders i was like oh wow look at this you have like a big super powered superhero group just going out there trying to stop this disaster from unfolding and i was like this is great i wish there was a little bit more of that in the movie going forward because there's there's a macguffin in this film that kind of takes and gives powers away and i'll leave it at that and you're kind of like following that throughout the acts of the film and it starts to get a little tiring where i was just like okay let's just let's just go back to the status quo that we set at the beginning of the film because that's where i was having a lot of fun and we never really quite got back there But overall, I would say this movie was pretty well crafted uh, for a sequel. Usually sequels can be pretty dicey out there in the superhero world. You don't really know exactly what you're going to get. So I wouldn't necessarily say they were playing it safe with this film. They definitely threw more at it. But I do agree with you in a sense, Chris, where there are parts of this film where you're just like, oh, I've seen this done more creatively and others. But I think they just got really lucky that the cast is a good enough glue Mm -hmm. and substructure to kind of hold it together and entertain. But like I said, I went in with like, you know, low to medium expectations on a Saturday morning with a pretty empty theater, just chilling in the back row with my wife, eating popcorn, you know, not a whole lot on the line, right? Compared to the last movie reviewed, Ant Man mm-hmm. Quantum Media, where they're introducing this big super baddie for the first time. It's the third Ant Man movie. All these characters and like speculation that we've been dialing in on every trailer. And so, it, uh, overall, a different movie going experience. But I would say it was positive, but I'll definitely mm-hmm. be able to complain about things, right? Yeah. Um, but um, uh, to sum it all up, I would just, uh, you know, I could just read my tweet. That I sent to James Gunn after the movie was over because I knew that kind of public perception was going to be what makes this makes or breaks this movie. Right, if we're going to be lucky enough to get a, get another one, so I just said. Dear James Gunn, I very much like the new Shazam movie, uh, and hope you let um, David F. Sandberg make another one. Yeah. Lightning emoji. So I don't think he saw my tweet, and I just realized I had a typo in it after reading it. Like nice. corrected it for everyone here in the nice. audience. So that is exactly how it goes. You got to
1: pay to edit that. So no, oh. I'm
0: not paying it. It's there. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I had a, I had an overall positive time. But Chris, let's let's get into it. Yeah, let let's let talk see. about spoilers. Flash the... the spoiler warning.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not flashing anything i'm just putting to time <laughs> code here in the nose people don't don't think we're getting too fancy this weekend uh just so- visually imagine that red siren emoji that's mm. what i always picture yeah yeah we you we you uh so yes we we are now in spoiler territories marked uh if you've gone this far back up i, I would i would say um yeah so so getting into this um spoilers where do you want to start i'll let you start
0: I mean, I I think I'll just start at uh, what I was talking about uh, before with those uh, the MacGuffin staff, right? I thought it was cool that they did tie it back to the first movie, to this magical artifact that he just kind of offhandedly breaks over his knee. I thought that was kind of clever, the thing that kind of moves the movie forward. That's kind of the crux of everything, right? But it did become a little bit of a pain. Like, tracking who did and didn't have powers and when they were going to get them back. And I I was slightly disappointed at the end of the movie. They didn't get all of their powers back at the same time to, like, go punch the dragon, like, simultaneously. Right? I know, uh, narratively, you wanted Billy to do the sacrifice move, but, like, come on, give me the Shazamily back.
1: I don't don't need an Avengers moment. I, I, I disagree. I'm glad they actually kinda stuck to that a little bit. I would say, you know, in that regard, the biggest thing is like, you know, hey, I th- I was like, this is a bold movie. They killed the main kid, right? They 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 they've done they've, de- they've offed him whatever. And then they're like, ah, actually that Wonder Woman cameo we faked you out on earlier is real now. Um so here with Wonder Woman touching the staff, throwing it in the ground, we can resurrect dead people now. And I'm like, well what can't you do in this universe? Um within the last like three minutes. So um, sorry to jump ahead to that, but like, um, yeah, I, I think, no, you know, no, the, let's the just, staff is just, what can't this motherfucker do? Like it turned no, a, a God to human. Let's just,
0: let's just, let's just talk about the wonder woman thing, because I feel like that might be the end credit scenes or the very end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the only thing that persists out of this movie, right? You know, if the box office really determines that we're not going to get a third one, right? You know, the public is not going to get butts in seats to see a third Shazam movie. We might only see Zachary Levi continue, and the um, the evil caterpillar worm guy. <laughs> you know, possibly yeah, that yeah, might m- just mis- be it, Mister Mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, well, but I the, thought I the thought Wonder the one thing, thing was, thing was, the, was fun. I, you know, yeah, but we'll talk about that. I like. I liked it too, but the One Woman thing for me was a little, um, a little disappointing in a sense of it was spoiled for me. Right, I accidentally stumbled across uh, Fury of the Gods TV spot. I think just when I was watching uh, YouTube, and they show you like within like four frames. Gal Gadot is in this movie as Wonder Woman. I was like, come on. I didn't even like, I didn't like, I was just two days away from seeing this movie and the TV yeah. spot because they knew, right? That's exactly what TV spots are for. That's the last ditch effort to be like, this movie is tracking poorly. What are we going to do to get people to buy tickets? I don't care if it's a fun reveal that Gal Gadot's at the very end of this movie. You put her in the goddamn trailer now. I need tickets sold. Well,
1: I, I don't, I don't even, even if they did that, I still think it felt weird weird and out of place even even if they hadn't spoiled it it felt weird and out of place right oh like, i agree she, she showed felt- up in a pose like over t- i'm like oh it's one of those things where the person shows up at the last minute and they just yeah. walk in do the do a thing and walk away i'm like God, no dude. i totally agree
0: <laughs> i i felt it felt out of place i actually liked the first kind of quote unquote Wonder Woman moment, because it kind of tied in to the end of the first Shazam movie where you only get to see like the bottom three quarters of Superman. And then they're kind of playing with the audience again of just like, Oh, he's quote unquote on a date with Wonder Woman. It ends up actually being a dream. Right. But it's just like, Oh, they're only showing her from the neck down. This is really, really funny. They're doing the same thing that they did with Superman. But I knew that she was supposed to be in the movie, so I just kept waiting for the camera to pan around and show her face. But maybe that actually worked out even better for me because they put the wizard's head on it. and I thought that movie was really funny
1: for me. I agree. I I 100% agree with that. I would say the other... um Weird moment is when the wizard shows up at the end again, and he's all like, "Oh, he just he's got it, the drip. Just, he's got the drip. Regular clothes. You're like, yeah, this is what he looks like on the normal. I bet like kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, they're 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 looking to save on um on money for next next the next movie, right? Like, look, we don't need to get prosthetics or wigs <laughs> or any makeup for the wizard anymore. He can just show up as he is, and uh, he'll he'll be fine in, in his normal clothes. Um,
0: I mean, honestly, I think if we if there was a magically uh pun intended a third movie. I would love to see him still flex wizard powers, right? Yeah. In his just like GQ model like like posing and yeah. stuff, you know, like flapping his like little uh, trench yeah. coat behind him, shooting magic. That would look sick
1: to me. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I think it'd be funny. I do I do think there will be a third movie, Mike. And the only reason I say I say I have two reasons behind this, right? Okay because this movie has James Gunn and Peter Safran's fingerprints on it. Um, mm-hmm. So first is this movie was a Peter Safran production, right? Hundred percent. And um, you know, my 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 hope would be that it would literally be a Shazam versus Black Adam movie, right? I think that would be interesting. More like the most interesting thing we could do for three is that hundred percent. However, uh, on the other side, um, James Gunn's fingerprints on this because his wife is in it. Um, they did the. <laughs> The two people from Peacemaker, <clears throat> uh, Har- uh, Amelia Harcourt and I forget his name, the guy's name, um, meeting. That, uh, I don't know. The, 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 the handlers. Guy. <laughs> yeah, the handlers yeah. from Peacemaker who she was also at the end of Black Adam, right? Last time we saw her in Black Adam, then this. she was. Oh, at the end yeah. Of she, she's
0: in that little, like, prison thing.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I think they could, you know, they maybe didn't announce it. Maybe deals aren't through. Maybe the Rocks, you know still butthurt and that's why he you know he won't do fast movies maybe he won't do this i don't know but like you know i think they're trying to push for a third chazam movie with black adam at the end of that but yeah uh,
0: i mean if we do drill into that you know post-credit scene right which i do think it's kind of funny because it's like the one of the unforeseen circumstances of the walking dead show Right, going on for so long is we all intimately know what Atlanta and Georgia, the surrounding areas look like, right? Yep. So when they go see him at like an old gas station, like shooting bottles with like little lightning bolts, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, this looks like a, a location that they shot an episode of like The Walking Dead in, right? Yep. They're just somewhere in like rural Atlanta. So I thought I was like, he's the, in Philly. What why is it what's he doing out in the middle the, of nowhere?
1: It kind of reminding the back half of Peacemaker, right? Whenever they're out in the woods running from yeah. the, the things but yeah, yeah but, but the exactly. last the last in the credit scene i think is the most i think meta slash funny is they bring back again the exact same scene from in credit scene from shazam one with dr savannah riding on the cell and the little worm mr mind showing up right and he's like <laughs> he's like i've been waiting for two years you know I'm, I'm i'm an old man now like i'm almost 60 what are we gonna do here and he's like. He's like, I can't walk here very fast. I'm, I'm a worm. Like, get over it. And he's like, but first I need to go do one more thing. And scurries off. I'm like, this this is exactly like, if they didn't reference that scene before, people will probably be like, well, why did you put that in there ever again? Mm-hmm. So I feel like this was a fun little nod to that. Like, yeah, we know we didn't do anything with Dr. Savannah and the worm. But, you know, here's a small end credit scene to to poke fun at it and, and be very meta. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of it. like, this whole movie's meta, right? The kids are making references uh, movie references and song references throughout the whole thing. So I thought Captain, I, I think Captain
0: Marvel references, yep. Avengers references yep. Avengers directly refer- in the movie.
1: Absolutely. But uh,
0: I mean, they do name drop the Justice Society, which, yep. correct me if I'm wrong, that's the same society that's in Black Adam, right? With that's Hawkman. Hawk yeah, and, that's
1: that yeah. one.
0: Yep. Okay, gotcha. So, you know, that was kind of the only positive thing that, you know, we hear people talk about with uh, Black Adam, right? So that could still come to fruition, right? Like I think there's a much a much higher chance that the character of Shazam, Zachary right. Levi continues more than them possibly getting a third movie, right? Because then at least, you know, you don't you, you don't have to admit failure, right? You know, You still created a character that persists out of the franchise. and you could even like do some mental gymnastics and say like, oh, well, even like Marvel's done that, you know, stop like the, a, a run of like movie franchise, but keep you know the character going. So I would think that is a high possibility. But overall, when it comes to just DC in general, like I know Marvel is moving towards like this kind of multiversal incursion where things could possibly reset. But I would say the exact same thing is on the table for DC, you know, at some point in time, right? You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of these like fractured Else worlds will get explained maybe possibly in in the Flash movie coming up or something. So if if we are definitively now saying that uh, Shazam exists kind of in the Peacemaker universe, right? the peacemaker universe we know is continuing on so does that mean james gunn's superman is more likely to live in the peacemaker universe i don't know that's hard because they've already name dropped superman right well they
1: even put henry cavill in black adam which had waller and amelia harcourt in it like they in in that justice society right superman was in this quote unquote Superman was at the beginning of this one. So it's hard I it's very hard to, to say at this point, like yeah. what will this work? But you know, as a as you know, if though if the universe comes together, like, you know, the the one of the, the more contrived story points in this that I really didn't care for is that he thinks that his this family that he took forever last movie to to accept and come to love is going to kick him out when he turns eighteen. Yeah. And I was like I was like I was like I, we just went through this you know the whole point. At one point, my wife was like, "He's gonna call her mom." I'm like, "Yeah, I know," because oh, she yeah. shook her head disappointingly <laughs> or, or, or sadly at the, at the beginning of the movie. The one I'm like, "There's a lot of setup and past," but like, I didn't feel like his worries were actually really worries in this movie. It just kind of yeah. jumped into it and went. I'm like, "All right, I I'll believe him. It's fine," but but like, you didn't earn it. Like you're just telling yeah, I, me things.
0: I I appreciate the storyline, and actually, I. I thought it, it was a fresh take, right? Because we've seen so many like origin stories of heroes and their like depressing childhood, right? And I feel like Billy Batson is really the only one that's lean into what's it like not to be an to, to be an orphan, but to also try to find that family as a kid. Because we always see these heroes when they grow up and they're adults, and they've already gone through all that trauma, right? So I like kind of like oh, we were still in it. But I totally agree. It does kind of feel like tacked on. Like it happens at the very beginning of the movie, aging out. They touch on it briefly with one scene. And then again at the very end, it just felt like the, the internal conflict was really more about trying to keep the siblings together, not about him aging out. And then also, I just I couldn't this is the weird thing about like adapting a comic book, right? Uh, you can keep Billy Batson a kid forever mm-hmm. in the comics, but eventually the actor grows up, and I was like, oh, crap, this kid in the movie is almost 18, and I'm sure yeah. the actor is much older than that, right? Yeah. But I was like, well, what's going to happen if they make a third one? He's going to be like 21, and is he going to start looking like <laughs> – does he have to morph his face to look yeah. like a young oh. Zachary Levi, or are we just assuming – uh, uh Shazam it, is not him grown up it's just like an alternate look so, of a god or something so,
1: so I will tell you there's a comic book um uh james Gunn did, uh was reading kingdom come is, it, is it, you know right you've heard of this comic book right mm-hmm. in yes. that uh one of the villains keeps an adult uh Shazam with him And come to find out, it's not really Shazam. It's just Billy Batson growing up, and he looks like Shazam. So it is them growing up. And I will say, in this movie, it kind of proves that because his older sister is the only character to not get a different actress. Uh, Yeah. And and I was like, like, okay, fine. (laughs) And it is kind of funny
0: because, like, they do have to kind of cleverly, like pivot the story around, okay, the parents are watching news broadcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And they can't recognize their daughter right there on the, the screen the in uniform. The exact one.
1: Yeah, the exact <laughs> identical one. Uh, yeah,
0: so they they pretty much had to learn in this movie that their kids were superheroes, because there's no way they could keep that thread yeah. <laughs> into another movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I looked it up because I, I forgot. The first movie said he was 14. He didn't act like you. It, I felt like he was much older, right? Like Hollywood 14, which is feels like yeah. 17. Uh, And
0: if the franchise did go forward, Zachary Levi is going to have to tone it down a little bit because Billy Batson's 17, but Zachary Levi in this movie is acting like he's still 14 14, or 13. So, like, I'm not seeing a lot of the overlap there. It's almost like he regresses as he gets older. Well, he he kept the Shazam!
1: 1 act with, well, but I don't know, we didn't get any growth of the character, right? Like, is he just, like, like it, I would say the one thing we didn't get any Ash or angel billy batson like four scenes total right of him in this movie I'm like mm-hmm. I was like oh that's kind of that's kind of rough but i, I yeah. the, his brother you know was in his human form more and that was interesting
0: his brother his brother's hilarious he's yeah. a st- scene stealer for sure so I was actually happy whenever he was depowered because I was like I love his like bumbling just silliness yeah. when he gets I think the the one of the single funniest things in the movie is when he gets thrown in the cell with like the wizard and he, he was like, things were okay until I don't remember the exact line, but like things were like bad, but they've got worse. Like, and he points at him like when you got here, I don't remember exactly how the line was, but it was really fucking funny. Yeah. And so I love, I love that portrayal. Um, of yeah. the kid it was just yeah. it was just hilarious so that i mean that goes around to like a positive thing is i yeah. really really like this cast Actors but i will go ahead and i will go ahead and say i the three villains of the movie i i could do without them I mean, I feel like you could enter... I mean, I don't think Helen Mirren is exactly flexing, you know, any sort of, like, acting chops, and I don't think she needs to, like, in this movie, necessarily.
1: <laughs> yeah, for, like, the one... Like, she's ever All of them were very... I would say, well, maybe the girls not, but, like, they're all very one-sided portrayals of, like, you know, um, kind of like how I imagine a villain in a uh, Wonder Woman movie would be, right? Like, the, these mm-hmm. power people, like, Helen Mirren's like, oh, I'm the, I'm the oldest sister, you know, I'm gonna do the charge. And, like, you... Like obviously the middle one, Lucy Lou's gonna betray everybody. We, we we can all see this coming. Um but it was funny when she was reading off the letter from Steve. Steve the Pin, one of the funniest additions to <laughs> yes, this universe. Great. Um, where he's just literally writing out everything they say, even like the the side comments because he doesn't know not to write those. Her reading that letter was pretty entertaining. I'm like I know she's reading off a piece of paper, but it was still pretty funny to hear just like mm-hmm. read like keep her regality while reading that. And I was like, That's pretty that's pretty good. Lucy Lou, not not so much. Uh, didn't really bring a whole lot to the table, I'm going to be honest with you, as as a the middle sister, I guess, the one who, who sows chaos. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, this is chaos? Chaos is the ability from the Umbrella Academy sister where she whispers things in your ear and you have to do them? Or yeah, them.
0: <laughs> I, I I, guess. I, w- I, I mean, they didn't really feel overall that menacing just because it was kind of hard for me to determine the stakes of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, okay, so... Philly's in damage but it's also like in a in a bubble but they're not trying to destroy it but then they do plant an apple and they're gonna terraform it but is it just gonna be Philly or is it gonna be the world. worldwide yeah. and then they set up at the beginning of the movie how um, they're like the Fiasco Five or, or something like no, that. the, the,
1: the, the, Phil, the, the it was a Philly Fiasco. The Philly
0: Fiasco or something yeah. like that. Uh, they're just like an, Ill, an ill-formed an ill group doing more harm than good. And then like the third act, they are just absolutely obliterating the city, yeah. you know, like going into like um, big, um, big uh, sky rises, right? And I'm just like, well, this isn't necessarily helping this image. You know, so they tried to pivot into the city, maybe liking uh, Captain mm. Sparklefingers again with like a couple people on a sidewalk going like, yeah, yeah get that dragon or something. I was like, I- I'm not, the, all this feels very nebulous. I don't really know what the stakes are here. Uh, I'm just having fun Be- watching them making funny quips and saying like, taste the rainbow mother and then cutting to the next yeah. scene before you get to see a little girl say fucker.
1: I, I found that pretty funny. I, I did enjoy their take on rainbows, right? He's like, the wizard is terrified of of, of unicorns. Or not really right. with unicorns. I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny because normally you think rainbows or unicorns with rainbows and sparkles and all this other funny stuff. So like, these are like look like my wife said they look like Thestrals from like mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter universe with a horn on their head. I'm like, yeah, I can see
0: that. So, so, I mean, I did, I did like that part mostly. Right. But I did not really understand it. Like, okay, you can go ahead and tell me that these monsters are afraid of unicorns. I think that's, you know, it's a funny juxtaposition because we think of them as regal, beautiful creatures. Right. But when the tree is giving birth to these monsters, why would it also give birth to a creature that is going to fight the other creatures it just kind of felt like the, a weird like tr- why would the <laughs> yeah, why would the, the tree make the yep, poison and yep. the antidote
1: right you know well the the tree to me was creating a habitat of what they they what the world was before it was destroyed or whatever right like Good or bad, this is an ecosystem, whether the creatures fight or, or live or whatever, right? But but it seemed like the unicorns were like, We're gonna stick to ourselves, you know, it's fine. But like it seemed like I had to extrapolate it's creating an ecosystem in this your terrarium that was made you, by Magic. You, yeah.
0: We had the audience had to do maybe a little too much heavy lifting uh for that. Because
1: but... those creatures, I'm like am I supposed to understand that these creatures grew up in this Greek gods like yes Mm -hmm. they're Greek creatures but like the end credits show this awesome script of all these creatures and names and I'm like where was this at earlier like this would be fun for them like they're researching Greece and Greek mythology and like oh my gosh look at all these crazy creatures I sure hope we don't have to you know fight these Yeah,
0: I mean, I know we're a little split on this when it comes to the first movie where I was a little bit more into the, um, those different like sins coming to life. I liked the creature design overall. I know you were, um, you were the other, you were the other, other direction on it and that's fine. We can have our own opinions but I did like the creature Absolutely. design in this movie too. And I got to imagine it. I hope maybe David F. Sandberg is maybe kind of the common denominator there since he comes from like a horror movie background. Cause some of those things were like really creepy. Like yeah. that bat winged creature. Yeah, I was movies, like, this is almost like too. This is almost like it doesn't fit into this Shazam world. And in, in like a good way, because I was like, this is well, fucking was, terrifying. Well, the it, chimera
1: comes out with the scorpion to like kills the woman. I like, mean, there's a lot of death in this. Like they actually killed people. I'm like, okay, Okay. Yeah, he was uh, he
0: was not afraid to kind of just like go at it. He murdered himself in it as well. If he? You're not familiar with what he looks like. I thought he was he the is, biker
1: uh, or the, the, uh, he, the motor, he was wearing guy. like
0: a he was wearing like a black T-shirt. He's kind of got like salt and peppery hair. And there's a scene where like one of those, I guess, harpies with the wings, right? Like yeah. pick him up at his shoulders. Oh, That was him. Look. And I, like throw him off into the distance or whatever. I
1: swear he was the guy on the moped uh, when the wall like passed through him. I, I looked just like him. Oh, uh,
0: I mean, I don't know. It could have been. He could have yeah. played two two roles. He's a yeah. director. He yeah. can put himself wherever he yeah. wants. That's how they
1: reduce the budget. Um, yeah, putting himself. But in, yeah,
0: I mean, and I think maybe like kind of like the last maybe big uh, thing that we haven't talked about creature wise would be the dragon. Yeah. Dragon was overwhelming to me. Uh, I mean, underwhelming to me for sure. They even like kind of joke like, oh, why is this dragon? made of wood and i guess we're and supposed to fire. assume it's like born from the tree or, or something like well, that i thought maybe uh, i thought maybe that would come up like oh we gotta peel back like the bark to get to like you know a vulnerable area in the dragon and just it just it it's not a functional part of it existing so i don't understand why it had to be a wooden
1: dragon yeah yeah well, it, well i i think there, there's probably some historic history in greek Greece, like wooden dragons, right? In Greek history, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, like, his power was that he had the ability to paralyze everyone with fear until he could eat them. Um, and he only used it once. I was like, oh, I thought this guy was going to use it more than that. Like, more than, like, the, 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 twice on, uh, not Billy, Freddy, right? Once in the pit and then once again. Um, mm-hmm. at the end where you come, kind of, Freddy's, you know, he can fight the chaos and he can fight the fear. And, and that's cool. I mean, you know, he, he, he stood on his own, but, um, yeah, ov- overall, the, the dragons just, you know, kind of yeah. There's a lot of choppy green screen, like, when they're all flying and, like, the dragons flying. Like, did you get that mm-hmm. feel as well? like yeah. I was like, they're flying, thing they just haven't nailed it yet. It's, like, almost there, but not quite all the way.
0: Well, I mean, this kind of maybe ties a little bit back to, I think, maybe last week on our normal news episode. I was kind of just saying, in general, for me personally, I feel like Hollywood, bigger budget movies have kind of crossed a threshold for me, right, where the special effects are are good enough for me in a way. Yeah, I can still spot definitely like a green screen scene and like kind of where the seams are, but it doesn't take me out of the experience. Um, same thing for this movie, right? I could spot some scenes where it's just like, okay, they were trying their best, you know. the The VFX team was definitely, uh, you know, on a on a crunch to get this scene done, but you know, it didn't take me out of the movie well, overall.
1: But. I I think it, it, to me it was just flying. Like I think the rest of the movie looks great. It's the flying scenes, like when they're floating in front of like the the cityscape, like is the Shazamly or like whenever mm-hmm. they were flying. I'm like, it's something about this is is not jiving with me you know uh, for for the flying scenes everything else looked great i thought i really um think the rest of it looked looked pretty fantastic one of my favorite there were there, okay there are two scenes one i'm talking about one where he um at the end he's firing the lightning off while he's floating and it's all hitting the staff back and forth right mm-hmm. and this magic staff that can do anything by the way if you want something done or undone the staff will do it um they, they use lighting, like, it looked like real lighting on Zachary Levi to, like, flash the lightning bolts on him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that looks really cool. That, that's practical effects through and through, 100%. Absolutely love that.
0: Yeah, but, and speaking... Oh, no, go ahead finish. I,
1: the other one was the uh, worst practical effect I've seen when the dragon <laughs> came through the mom's bed. Uh, when, like, when the dragon came at their house, like, the dragon's behind us and, like... They used a physical dragon's head to come like bite the bed in half, and then it yeah, it was like a very yeah. Then transitions to the digital. I'm like, you built you built a a real dragon for this like three seconds. No, I'm actually
0: I'm glad that you spotted it too because I almost thought like I didn't even see it but no, you're right. There was like a very brief, like maybe not even a second, like maybe 20 frames where you do see like a physical dragon head and then it cuts to CG. So, I mean, I can, I can respect the filmmaking decision to do uh, something yeah. uh, practical, but it sounds like it probably didn't turn out exactly how they wanted <laughs> yeah, it to was, look.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the juxtaposition really, I think, threw me off, right? Like if they would have used it like a second more, but like, Literally, it bites the bed like old classic, like eighties, nineties, like you know, mm-hmm. you know, horror, real life horror. And then it cuts to where the dragon's like literally just bursting out of this house. And like, oh, that's not what he was doing a second ago. He just bit the bed. Like, you know, I, they didn't have enough time to get out of here. But it's fine. I'm not nitpicking it. It's just maybe I, I maybe applaud you, them for doing this a little bit more.
0: Maybe you can explain to me how the final battle worked. I, I he he looks at the staff, and he says. Oh, it's like a battery. I'm going to like overload it. Yep. But I, it wasn't really clear to me exactly what was going on. So he was like shooting lightning at the dome and it was kind of like reflecting back and sometimes hitting the staff, but sometimes not. And then the fire would like breathe like blue fire on it and then it would go into the staff. But sometimes it looked oh. like it, it wasn't. So like it just wasn't clear. I, I guess what he was trying to do was charge the staff up enough to where. He could finally hit the dragon with it, and it would actually yep. kill it. So, but well, I was like, I don't like this. The Whatever way, this is, this yeah. is not clever to me. <laughs> so
1: so how he did it, 100%, you're, you're right. He had You have to overcharge the staff, and that's why he yelled Shazam at the end, right? To get that final lightning bolt on it mm-hmm. and like when the dragon and the tree hit and all it all blew up together. But um, what I think was earlier on when he first hit the dome, he used lightning, and it reflected back to the building, right? Uh, and this mm. is a reflector He did it t- so she wouldn't see what he was doing I think if he just sat there and charged it up she He wouldn't be able to, to Hit the timing right To blow them up at the same time it- And it's not explained very well But th- yeah, that's 100% I, what it was And I feel out.
0: like I feel like, too, even if you got, like, five or a dozen of the best filmmakers that ever existed in a room to figure out, well, how do we make this visually, like, work, I still, I think the idea itself is just, like, flawed, right? You know, I, I think there just should have been a more clever way, and that's kind of, like, one of my icks, right? One of my pet peeves when it comes to a movie, you know, like, what's going to be your final, you know, triumphant moment that your character achieves to win over the bad guy? Is it going to be a mental block that they get over and and finally, push past in order to defeat the villain. Is it going to be a clever trick? And I, to me, the the trick was just not clever enough. Mm-hmm. So that was a little unfortunate to me. But it is funny. It is interesting that we've been, you know, talking about this movie for about you know forty minutes now. But no. overall, I still had a, I still had a, I still had a good time. Right. You know, I, I think just at its core, the character and the family dynamics still work for me even though there were some things that we just didn't jive with too much and i would i was almost worried chris that you're going to go the the totally opposite direction because i know that you were just kind of like very meh on the first one for the most part you know it didn't really offend your sensibilities in any way i think they're both i was just
1: i think it's both the same to me like i think how you feel about the first one is kind of how you're going to feel here, right and
0: that is pretty funny because that's exactly what i said as well but i was just like ooh, you know if this, this definitely, I would say, is not going in the right direction, maybe to convince somebody that was, you know, meh on it. But it seems like uh, consistency through and through yeah. for the first and second Shazam movie. I would go and buy tickets for a third one. Uh, it seems like you're a little bit more optimistic they, that there might be a third one. I think. Uh, if, me, if, a little less so.
1: If they do a third one, it has to be something you know with stakes at, the, at the, by the end of this like i was like oh if they they kill him or you know there's something different like maybe he quote like maybe you come to find out he is reborn in like a valhalla state or something like that like another god's world like he's reborn yeah would have been or i great but they yeah. didn't leave him dead they're like anything can be brought back to life nothing is you know permanent in this world and i'm like oh that kind of sucks
0: or I thought maybe the um, the kind of the double-edged sword of maybe him coming back to life as he could never go back to being Billy Batson. He would mm-hmm. be stuck as the Shazam character, and that would maybe kind of be a clever way to, like, you know, don't need two actors anymore for the character. You just need yeah. one, kind of simplify the role a bit. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't talk too much about the, the Wonder Woman scene at the very end uh, for behind this. There was some beso- behind the scene pictures where the body double who did the uh, dream sequence was yeah. there filming that no, scene. And some people thought maybe they deep faked her, which that was not the case. No, it was th- just so they were shooting coverage.
1: Well, they only used the body double for the the other one. Um, David Sandberg said he directed her remotely um, for that scene. Uh, yeah, it was a
0: little. Yeah, it was a little bit of both because they had to the shoot the whole family and they needed basically somebody yeah. to stand in as Wonder Woman. Yeah. And so he, they he, had that same actress come he, in. He
1: did say that was in the script from day one. So that was good to know. Like, that wasn't, it, it feels like an add on, but according to him, yep. it wasn't. <laughs> Um, but you
0: know what? I mean, you know, I I don't want to say I hate to do this because you know it's a it's a it's a the marketplace out there is competitive, so you have to compete with the other yep. superhero franchise. You know what Marvel would have done? Wonder Woman would have been in this movie at the very first act, right? She yep. would have, you know, either been delivering exposition or she would have helped the heroes move along, or it would have been kind of like you know maybe like an Iron Man, Spider Man, Homecoming situation yep. where you know Tony Stark's not in the whole movie, but he's in parts of it, right? That's what what a real synergized, like, franchise they, cinematic universe they, would have done, not just throw yep. her in at the very well, end.
1: Well, essentially, she is full of knowledge and information about this world, these 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 god worlds, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, they got Steve, the pen who doesn't talk, to do all the <laughs> exposition for us. Uh, but again, Marvel would have literally paid an actor to come in and be like, no, we need... Who, who knows this? We need to find a door to Wonder Woman and use a door... Uh-huh. To to, to I, the door thing yeah. was weird. Is that new? Was the door thing no, new?
0: No, I think I think if I remember right, there was something like that in the last. I love Monsters movie. Inc.,
1: but like this was a little too far for me.
0: Yeah, there was something like that in the last in the last yeah. movie. But yeah, no. If, if if this would have been a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman would have been in the movie, and they could have put her on the poster. Right, yeah. it would have been a whole thing. There would have been at least a brief action sequence with where. Uh, Wonder Woman and Shazam are punching people back and forth, right? You know yeah. that that would have been what sold your movie yeah. and got the box office they're, going.
1: But they're passing the lightning bolt back and forth, like uh-huh. because you know like, obviously she's the daughter of Zeus. Um, yeah, she
0: reflects like... it with her shield yeah. or yeah. catches yeah. the lightning with her lasso, and then it's yeah. a lightning charged lasso. But I, I get it though, right? Yeah. You this could have been the first draft of the script, right? Yeah. And it, you know, but well it's like I a think, no-brainer we're bringing in these other like you know gods but you know they're like hey you know, you want, producers you want do getting sequel. away
1: <laughs> your budget is not gonna afford Gal Gadot I don't care what you yeah. want your budget is not gonna afford it so. yeah
0: or they're just like oh we're still in talks with like Patty Jenkins we don't know how this is gonna go it's gonna be best if you just kind of leave it tacked on so yeah. there there could have been you know
1: go.
0: avenues where that could have happened so I, I won't put that to- wholly on the people oh, not, that not created a, yeah. the movie
1: yeah, yeah. but um, yeah yeah, overall, like I said, it's fine. Like I'm not, I'm not offended either way. If you're into it, that's cool. If not, that's cool. There's some things I think it could have improved to help build the story a little better, or like at least been more unique, or or taken those things that was copying and done better. But overall, not really too too upset. But like I, for people who don't know, the beginning of this movie, they these two warrior dressed people walk in and steal this magic sword and, and, and walk out with it right like killing everybody i'm like that's exactly what they did in black panther it's exactly what he did he's like i want this and that's what these two like people did i'm like oh this is very yeah. similar all around
0: yeah also though like i i would say it's not necessarily an original take on like on it either because like Villains break into museums all the time in movies, right? And mm-hmm. and in, in, in um, Black Panther, it makes it makes story sense, right? It yeah. has like cultural significance, and it also has like you're also kind of doing the. Um you're, you're kind of skewering real life as well because like oh no this also happens in the world that I live in and I'm just in a movie theater watching it where we you stake artifacts where like so you yeah. empathize with the character too but I'm like who are these people like
1: okay' and they're well, just turning can, people in the sand can I <laughs> ask you can I ask you one question mm-hmm. This movie supposedly takes place four years after the first one right three almost three and a half four years right yeah I guess what took somewhere in that. so long to get to earth to find the staff.
0: Yeah. I feel like what this, what this, uh, a scene we really needed. Right. Was start the movie right at the scene where he like breaks, breaks the staff. Right. Because then you're just like, wait, wait, whoa, this is like kind of cool. This is the movie that I just like, you know, theoretically yeah. just finished watching. Right. And then they're he looking breaks it, it and then cut from yeah. there to this magical world and like you know our villains are just like you know kind of wasting away or just like bored yeah. out of their mind or right. you know just laying in a throne room and then all of a sudden they see the shield maybe start to slowly weaken well, I, or crack well, or I'd start say to flake off or something I, and then oh okay
1: I'd go even I'd go even less you know uh, in your face about it. I would say like they're they the sisters are bickering right because they always bickered and one mm-hmm. of them starts to use our powers for the first time in a millennia Right, like, and that's yeah. that's the revelation, like, oh, actually, I can do this again, what happened? Um, because I think, you know, the the Anne character found Freddy way too fast, and was like, you know, uh, was mm-hmm. like, every they, every, they found the staff way too fast, they found Freddy way too fast, I'm like, how do these people know what's going on here so quickly? Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm not, I'm not hating it either way, I was just curious, making sure I was like, this movie takes place a lot later than usual, right? Like, it's not like that soon, but... Oh, well. Anyway, Mike, we, yeah. got, we got another episode to do. Uh, we got a regular yeah. scheduled news episode, but if people know what you're up to, what you're doing, I can find you at, buddy.
0: Well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you doing totally legal activities? Yeah, that's right.
1: And look, <laughs> they have my money. Cinemark has my money. It will get spent, by the way, uh, it'll be. we'll we'll talk more about that in a regular show but if people want to find me they can find me on twitter valdan v-a-l-d-a-n or instagram valdan87 people know about the show where we have a our weekly news episode about superhero news and stuff and like last week again people a an entire timeline of of things coming where can they find all that good stuff at
0: yeah, that's superhero slate.com. That is the headquarters for superhero slate. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to find podcasts. Head on over to the website too. We have an awesome upcoming release calendar, so you can kind of see all the things that we're gonna be talking about on the show for the next couple of years, which wow, it sounds crazy to say, you know, projecting the podcast that yeah. far out into the future. They keep making these movies, so we'll keep talking about it. We are them. renewed. Yeah. Yeah. What what is next, uh, Chris? What's next on the agenda for uh reviews so
1: if we want to do super mario brothers i would say that oh yeah
0: next that's the next one
1: um dungeons and dragons is on my horizon as well um i would say uh movie movie wise would be guardians of the galaxy if we're doing superhero only movies so we are we are in a we are in a nice release window for a couple months here
0: yeah, go to, go to the movies, folks. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Get merch at superhero slate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Please reach out. Let us know, how did you watch Shaz- Shazam? Did you like it? Did you not? Do you think there should be a third one? What are the odds of the character continuing? Uh, let us know. We love hearing from you. And if you want to be a super fan of the show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks.
1: That's right. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe.